This program contains adult content. Is there a God? A big atheist. Really? What, am I an idiot? Come on. That yes, it would be nice if you could throw your sins and your responsibilities on someone else. But it's not true. It looks like far-left lunacy. I don't believe that it's true that religion is moral or ethical. You don't need to follow anybody! It's not human intelligence! If someone doesn't value logical consistency, what logical argument are you going to give them that will demonstrate that they should? Hello and welcome to the Godless Revolution. Today is Sunday, October 11th. This is episode 305. I'm Dan Ellis, and I'm joined I'm, via Skype by uh, this guy. <laughs> yeah, I came in too quick. No, I, was, we, I was rolling in hot. We should, we should probably, you know, coordinate that a little better. Like, I should, I should communicate <laughs> with you how, how, we are, or how we should do it, or we should figure that out some way. Cause it seems like you should figure a lot of stuff out, but who has time? I just, I just kind of stomp all over <laughs> introducing you every episode now. God damn it. Sorry. <laughs> what's, what's shaking uh, Mr. Duffy? Not too much. I've, I'm, I'm growing a little bit of a beard that I got shaved this week. And, uh, I, I've been off since we last recorded. I don't know if you know that you did say that you were taking some time off. Yeah. So I, I go back to work this week. Oh, got a little bit of a beard gone. Oh. Building a lot of stuff. And uh, the other night, I started taking a really shitty light off the ceiling in the kitchen. It's like an old fluorescent light with the old like bubble plastic piece on it that was looked like shit. So All like, yellowed and stuff, probably just from age. Yeah, and cracked. And yeah. I was like, how, how? Like I've been looking at this forever and wanting to get rid of it. So I was like, how, how is it mounted to the ceiling? So I just started taking it apart. And I took it completely apart and took it completely off. I said, Sarah, you want to go to Lowe's? <laughs> so we went to Lowe's and we got a new like chandelier light thingy to hang from it. With It's got like five lights on it that point upwards in like glass enclosures. And then I was like, well, the light above the sink doesn't match. And neither does the one above the kitchen table now. So I went back to Lowe's and bought two more lights. <laughs> <laughs> so did the lights. But it looks so much better. So did those other lights match the one that you had taken off? And that's why you needed to replace them? Yeah, I just wanted to kind of like have the same look. And the one that we replaced it with also kind of matches the ceiling light and fan in the living room, which is right next to the kitchen. Uh, so it, it, it has a cohesive look now. Mm. Now I just have to find the right color of white to cover up the spot from the other light, which is bothering me. Yeah. But, yeah. So now we, we got all of our kitchen plans in our head. We just got to knock it out. Well, that's good. We're redoing all the countertops, the backsplash, and eventually replacing all the appliances. Nice. So you've yeah, enjoyed your time off and have been doing some some to do's. Yeah, that, and I just been, I've been in the garage the whole time building stuff. It took me almost a week to build that one, uh, workbench I've built for my buddy mm-hmm. that probably weighed, it weighed over 200 pounds. Mm-hmm. It was, I, I ended up having a third guy help move it into his place. Oh, wow. Cause it was just awkward to move the heavy slab around. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but we got it in there to fit perfectly. I learned my math was correct. <laughs> well, that's good. Yay. I like when math works. Yay, good math. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Especially when you can't, like, dry fit it. Like, uh-huh. okay, I hope I did all my math right, because when we bring it over there, it's going to be the first time to find out if it actually fits in that spot. Woohoo! And, uh, I did good. It fit up next to his other rolling bench and tucked it into the corner, because there's, like, a lip on the ground. So I wanted it to be able to connect to the walls and it had to be a perfect 90 in that corner and the legs had to clear a lip on the ground, but I didn't want it to clear it by a whole lot. I wanted it to be as close as possible to it. So I took a bunch of measurements and it all worked out perfect. Nice. Very cool. Yeah. I, uh, I, I had offered to stop by and help you move it and then, uh, saw that Lieutenant Weiss, volunteered I, was well, it's, it's not it's, he's not actually a lieutenant <laughs> right so 
he calls himself LT uh-huh. because him and his dad have the same first name, Terry. Mm. So he's Little Terry. They've always called him LT Little Terry, but everyone always yeah. assumes it means lieutenant. It's like, no, it means Little Terry. Oh. And his dad is Big Terry. Oh. Well, I think on Facebook, so, the way the way he has it listed makes it look like lieutenant. Or maybe. Well, so lieutenant is a capital L, small T, period. Uh-huh. He does a capital L, period, capital T, period. Oh. Maybe, maybe I thought it was different. I, it seemed like it was capital L, and I, I don't know. Everyone, everyone does that. Everyone thinks he's an LT, a lieutenant. Yeah, it's yeah. It's been a lot going on, man, and I can only pay attention <laughs> to you know my minute details <laughs> to a point. Then it's just. Oh, don't worry, hard. everyone. Everyone thinks it means lieutenant. Yeah. Yeah. It happens. Well, I finally. Finished those fucking stairs yesterday. Finished. It looks great in the photos. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah, the, I'm really, really happy with how they turned out. Uh, it, yeah, it all, it all ended up coming together very nicely, and they are rock solid, dude. The handrails, the posts, <laughs> like everything, like it, it feels like it's made of concrete, even though it's wood with the composite Trex decking on it, and yeah, it's just. I'm so glad to finally have that fucking project done after all these months and trying to get supplies and all of that kind of stuff. And then having to move my tools in and out of the house and around the backyard. And yeah, it's just been a real pain. And, uh, yesterday, basically all I had to do was attach the fascia and that just, it was, it was a lot of work. It was a lot more work than I was anticipating because the fascia pieces are 12. They're basically 12 inches wide, one inch thick. And then, you know, the length of the stairs, which yeah, from, you know, the, the top to the bottom, uh, I think is roughly like eight feet right around in there. And so that shit is heavy. And I had moved a lot of my stuff into the garage the last time it had rained and didn't feel like moving my everything back out. Yeah. Basically the workbench that I had set up on a couple saw horses with some OSB on top of it. And yeah, it was just real pain to move that I'd already done it once and didn't want to. So instead I was just carting around these heavy ass fucking (laughs) long fascia pieces back and forth from the front yard to the back making, you know, little changes, making sure I had everything correct, going through a bunch of test fittings and everything. Yeah. And I'm very sore today, but I got it all done. I would have gotten to the point, I feel like the third move being like, it fucking works. (laughs) Well, it's like I'm building these stairs so that they'll last forever, right? Until like, this, this is the only set of stairs that I will ever have to build there. And so I wanted, you know, because they're going to be there forever, I wanted them to be as perfect as possible. Yeah. And yeah, so so the my my fuck it bucket kept getting full and then I would just have to take a break. <laughs> like I'll figure this out later. Right now I'm really frustrated, so I need to do something else. But yeah, so I was really relieved to finally get it done yesterday. I finished ended up finishing in the dark. Um Oh shit. Trying to well, I mean, it has been getting the darker a lot earlier. Oh, yeah, that's true. That but, time of year. But, you know, it, I was hoping to get it done earlier in the day. But, you know, after I got it all cut and all the different test fittings and making sure that it lined up perfectly, I had the angles right on the top and bottom and all of that kind of shit. And then, you know, getting it lined up correctly, getting the clamps in place, and then starting in with the fasteners and the fasteners that I used on the, on the sides for the fascia were different than I used for the treads and risers. And okay. so the, it, it created a much larger hole and the plugs were bigger, but the screws uh-huh. were smaller in stainless steel. They were shorter with a, uh, with just a flat head on them. And so it would, and then I had these two separate tools. One of them would drill a countersink hole and then I'd have to mm-hmm. attach it with the screw and then put in these plugs. And 
I'm anal enough that I was going through each of the plugs and trying to match up the color and the grain and everything. Oh. And then that just becomes much more difficult when it's dark. So it took me a little bit longer than I had anticipated. And then after I got all of that done in the dark, then I had to, of course, move all of my tools because it's uh, the weather forecast called for rain all day here. So and, I had to, and it did. Yeah. It rained last night here. Yeah. It pretty it, wet out. Yeah. It rained pretty much all night, I think, starting at like one or two and then was raining but this morning. We needed it. Oh, for sure, dude. I can't tell you the last time it rained here. It's been, I think beginning of July. <laughs> I think, well, I think it's been, honestly, I think it's been here at my house a good, probably six weeks since it had rained at all, which is weird because we didn't even have like, usually in the summer we have a monsoon season a little bit where, uh, no. where we'll have like a big rainstorm, like almost every day for a half hour even. And that just didn't materialize this year for whatever reason. Climate change. <coughs> yeah. And we are breaking record. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's so. one of, uh, once again, one of the driest years on record for Utah. Mm-hmm. Uh, high COVID numbers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Louisiana just broke the record of category two hurricanes hitting them since like the early 1900s. Mm-hmm. Like a, very long record they had of so yeah it's uh it's fucked there's been a lot going on man for sure yeah we've got the president man so there's been just so much stuff in the news lately too right like since we've recorded last uh, the new york times broke their story about donald trump's taxes and all the fuckery yeah. there uh he came down with covid they had the presidential and they still debate. Won't release if he's had a negative test. Oh yeah, we've had the presidential debate, vice presidential debate, uh, and then yeah, now a canceled debate. Yeah, and then now a canceled debate that was supposed to happen was that this week or next? Yeah, that, that was this week. It was supposed to happen, and now uh, Biden's taking the opportunity to change, turn that debate into a town hall, uh, which he's perfectly allowed to do because I think in the rules for like debating and that kind of stuff, both people have to have equal opportunity. Yeah. Well, and it was, it was and slated to be a town hall no. event anyway, like just, w- but with both of them there. Right. So people yeah. in the audience can ask them questions and they'd be responding to the audience versus each other and blah, blah, blah. Um, and, but Trump backed out because so he's got fucking COVID and yep. did, you know, still hasn't released when he, last tested negative for it before testing positive and checking himself into Walter Reed and all of that shit. There's been so much stuff around that. We'll, we'll talk about that more in detail in a little bit. Uh, but just all of that fucking nuttiness. And so the, the presidential debate committee was like, okay, well, we're not going to have this next one face to face because you, Mr. President still have not, given us enough information to know whether it would be safe to have you in public with these other people that we would be putting in danger. So we'll have this be, uh, still a town hall format, but it will be a virtual debate. You know, it'll be a virtual thing that we will hold. Biden's camp was fine with it. Trump didn't want to, because then he can't be bullied or he can't bully Biden as much. And it would be much easier to just turn his microphone off (laughs) to just mute him. Well, he was also requesting that only people from Fox News are allowed to be moderators. Yeah, well, I think he, they, I think they wanted that like out of the gate when they first started all of the negotiations. Like, which is, it's, it's Fox. just fucking nutty, dude. I so, and then this morning I was trying to watch my Sunday news programs as I do every week, yeah. and then the power got knocked out like twenty minutes after I had walked into the kitchen and started. You know, get the coffee going, all that kind of shit. Turn on the TV and watch. Start watching the news. But I did happen to catch. So I haven't watched all you know all of my Sunday programs. So I don't know as much as I typically do on Sundays after after watching them all. <laughs> but I did catch the interview with uh, Eric Trump on uh, this week that was hosted by Jonathan Carl today. And oh my God, Eric Trump has got to be the, the dumbest Trump. He's, he's so 
fucking stupid, dude. I couldn't believe during the interview, he actually said that Donald Trump received a vaccine for COVID, which no, he didn't. He didn't like, and, and he couldn't really clear things up for Jonathan Carl either. Like Carl's like, do, uh, do you mean that he's had some treatments? He's, he's had some therapeutics. Some yeah, therapy. He's, he's, he's gotten these vaccine. And, and so now he's, he's good to go. And then before I came down here, I heard some other reporting that the, that Trump wanted when he did his little thing yesterday, and or actually it might have been when he was when he came back from Walter Reed, like he had wanted to have a Superman T-shirt underneath his regular oh. shirt. And when he climbed the fucking right, stairs and took his mask off and everything in his fucking uh, adult brain, he had initially envisioned himself climbing the stairs and tearing his shirt open and having this Superman logo displayed underneath the shirt. Uh-huh. That was that was just one of the the headline things that I saw just before coming down to record the show today. Like the man is completely fucking bonkers around the bend nuts. Well, do you see the one where he said that his father literally saved Christianity from the right? <laughs> Eric Trump said that. Yep, he said his dad literally literally saved Christianity. And the Second Amendment, and there's a couple others in there. I'm trying to, I'm scrolling through it right now. Uh, well, let's they? let's let's find that, and then we've got some other stories that we'll be talking about uh, just after when we get back from this little break. Okay. This is Nick Fish, president of American Atheists. Uh, you can learn more about our work at www.atheists.org, and you're listening to the Godless Revolution. Look, you can either accept science and face reality, or you can believe in angels and live in a childish dream world. Thank you to everybody who has rated the show on iTunes and Stitcher and are following us on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. And to all our Patreon patrons, you make the show possible. Okay, so we found the audio that Ryan was talking about with with Mr. Eric. Eric, dumbass, fucking Trump. This guy, oh my God. And it's like everybody in the Trump family is also on Adderall or some kind of upper. Like they all, they all talk like they're like they're just losing their fucking minds and they got to talk as fast as fast as they can so they can get out whatever they want to say, whenever they want, whatever anybody's saying, they they have to get it out of their mouths and out of their brain quick before it rots. (laughs) It's nuts, like how fast they talk. I I think sometimes I I talk talk a little fast. fast, Nobody knows what you're saying, right? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, and nobody can fit in a question to you know moderate or or check something that you've just said that is completely fucking insane, which we happen to hear from the Trump family all the time. Every once in a while. Yeah. But here, here we have Eric Trump saying that Donald Trump literally saved Christianity. You know, for natural gas in this country, he's protected the second amendment. He's literally saved Christianity. I mean, there's a full out war on faith in this country by the now. And also, why does it sound like he has a mouthful of mashed potatoes? He's talking about all the great things that Donald Trump has done for this economy in this country. It sounds like it's maybe his dentures. His is his tongue just way too big for his mouth. It, he kind of probably sounds, is after sucking his dad's dick. Kind of sounds like Sylvester suffering suck his ass. <laughs> the other side. I mean, the Democratic Party, the far left, is, has become the party of the quote unquote atheist. I mean, they want to. Oh, that it's become the party of the atheists because what the Democratic Party believes in a separation of religion and government as That's outlined the in the Constitution. Why. Yeah, as outlined in the Constitution and sought out and specifically put in there by the founding yeah. fathers who all of these Republicans say they venerate and hold in high regard. And, you know, they're they're all you know, contextualists and and originalists who think that we shouldn't deviate from what the framers and the founders of this country originally wanted. Well, one of those things was a separation of religion and government. You fucking jackass. I always love when people point out, it doesn't say that in the constitution. Then I show them exactly where it says it. And also the other papers that go along with it. Uh Uh-huh. Like there it is written in black and white. 
Well, but that's not what David Barton says. That's not what Prager U says. Well, yeah, because they're biased and fucking assholes as well. Lying dickheads who will say whatever they want. Yeah, but our founding fathers were all Christian. (laughs) Nope. And, And even if they were, it wouldn't make a fucking difference from what they were trying to do. Yeah. Well, and, and I mean, they recognized that in order to be, in order to have the freedom to practice your religion the way you want, you also need to be free of the religious beliefs of other people. That's why they wanted a complete separation of the two, because you can't have, you know, people in different religious sects constantly passing legislation to force everybody to behave as their religion wants them to, right? That's the whole idea behind a a separation of religion and government. Yeah. So that you aren't forced to live your life according to somebody else's religious beliefs. That is religious oppression. You are free to practice your religion on your own. Yeah. And you can't, yeah. And you, you should not be able to force other people to live according to your own personal religious beliefs. Let's hear what else this Uh, dummy has to say. I mean, they want to attack Christianity. They want to close churches. They want to, you know, they're totally fine keeping liquor stores open, but they want to close churches all over the country. I mean, they want to chode churches. (laughs) Yeah. I I think uh, actually Lucian is the one who chodes churches. Oh, no, that was choding, (laughs) choding headstones of of religious people. Right, right. Yes. (laughs) And so is Eric Trump, I guess, you know, hinting at the idea that Republicans would like to close alcohol stores, liquor stores that maybe the, I mean, is, is that his, is that his grand plan? That's the contrast that he's drawn, right? Well, they have no problem closing churches, but they'll keep liquor stores open. Well, no fucking shit because there aren't, you know, congregations of people who all go into a liquor store all at the same fucking time and sit in there all together, breathing, singing, doing whatever the fuck at the liquor store. That's what churches are doing. And that's why they are closed. It's a safety and health concern, not a fucking moral stand. You monster, you fucking idiot. Not churches aren't closed. They just have to follow certain guidelines. Right. Yeah. Where, which is, like with the whole thing that happened in Minnesota this last week with the the fucking militia trying to kill and take the governor and do all that shit, Trump tweeted out, "Open the churches," and she had to say, "They are fucking open." Yeah, you idiot. What what kills me, and we've talked about it on the show several times, is that so many Trump supporters support him because he's the only source of information that they fucking have. Right? He's the only point of contact that they have with politics in the wider world. And so whatever he says, they just believe because that's the only information they have. They're going on whatever he says to them, which is fucking dangerous. They've all set him up as this God where of course, whatever he says goes, they don't realize that he lies to them with every fucking breath. He takes, he can't get through saying anything he can't go five minutes without lying to the american public about something well now he can't go five minutes without wheezing either (laughs) and sometimes it's just complete fabrications it's something that he's made up whole cloth like this whole thing about churches being closed that's no that that, that's not a thing fucking false Uh, like mega churches have been closed but if they follow the, 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 the mask and the social distancing guidelines, they're allowed to open back up. Uh-huh. Just yeah. like every other place that's open, including the fucking liquor stores. Mm-hmm. There's, there's not much left yeah. in this clip. Let's see what else he has. Closed churches all over the country. I mean, look what he's done in the Middle East. Peace in the Middle East. He's, you know, look what he's done with prescription drug prices. Like, you know, insulin going on. Prescription drug prices. Look what he's done in the Middle well, East. <laughs> and, and we've got stuff pulled up. I got, I got the, the prescription drug price thing pulled up right now. So, so and first, and, and this is because I've been busy and haven't followed this a whole lot. And I actually, myself, fell into the trap of listening to and at least halfway believing what the fuck this administration is touting as its, as its successes. And one of them is this and- Mideast – this peace in the Middle East bullshit line that they're fucking feeding everybody because 
I just hadn't have I, you don't have time to keep up with all of the bullshit that this administration is saying and doing all the time, right? And to me, this was just like, oh, okay, well, it's been reported on a bunch of different news outlets that Donald Trump has, you know, made this historic agreement that involves Israel. And I was like, oh, of course. Well, Israel and Palestine, they're the two places that are, you know, historically having problems with each other. So he must have sorted yeah. something out there. I, I don't know what the fuck is going on, but everybody's reporting on it. I haven't really read any stories or anything, but I'm seeing headlines about this, this, this peace deal that he's worked out in the Middle East. And as an American, I'm thinking, oh, well, that's interesting and that's great. Super duper. Awesome. I'll, I'll give him some credit there. Ryan educated me that I was uh, not quite so correct there. Because, yeah, because one would assume that if you're achieving peace in the Middle East, it would be between Israel and Palestine. Right. But when Palestine isn't even part of the fucking talks, <laughs> you're not really achieving anything. Yeah. Yeah. So during the break, I was trying to look up more information about this and going through every resource I could find and, you know, running searches on Google and on Bing. And the only things that I could turn up all talk about Israel and Bahrain and the UAE coming to some agreements has nothing at yeah. all to do with Palestine has nothing at all to do with the historical con with the historical conflict that everybody thinks of when they think of, you know, civil unrest or disharmony or no peace in the middle East. And that's between Israel yeah. and Palestine. Palestine isn't involved in any of that stuff. So this is something else that they're, they're just completely reframing to, to to lead everybody astray, and I fell victim to it myself. Jesus. It happens. Thank you for I mean, setting me on the right path. I mean, the thing is, is uh, those two places that they're doing the talks with have large military bases for the U.S. there. Mm. So I don't know why he would want to do it with them, places that we already have relations with. And here in the U.S., if you're pro-Palestine, they want you to fucking burn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, I'm like, in my... You, you yeah, can my only mind, like, show support and appreciation and, and solidarity with Israel. Palestinians yeah, the be ones damned. attacking Palestine. Yeah. Yeah, constantly encroaching on Palestinian land with new settlements, just basically invading Palestine and taking over yeah. land. Yeah. Which, that's why, like... For the longest time, I really didn't know what the fuck was going on. Like, you always hear about it, and the more I read about it, I'm like, Palestine's the one getting fucked. It was their land, and just because they've both been fighting over that same holy land forever, and they finally got it, doesn't mean you can just go fucking take it away again through armed conflict. So, Yeah, it's it's a really hairy thing. What kills me about the whole deal is that you know, Israel and so many of these other countries love the United States support for Israel, but the United States only supports Israel in that Christians view that area as, you know, once, once Jesus comes back, that's where he's going to be. So we need to yeah. make sure that Israel keeps that ground for Christ's return when he'll fucking wipe everybody out too. That's the, yeah. that's the other thing. The yeah. rapture will happen. There will be, a, what is it, a thousand years of peace on earth with Jesus reigning as king. Like, it's not that the United States supports Israel because they love the Jews and want to be supportive of them. It's that Christians in the United States want the end of the fucking world to come along. And that's why they support Israel. And and they don't want the Muslims to win. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and, well, and, and part of it makes me think that, well, okay— these other world leaders have to know that, right? They have to know what, what the motivation is behind the United States support and they still go along with it and they still accept it. And I'm sure part of that is just because they, it of benefits course, them in a yeah, way. Yeah. It benefits them. They, they appreciate the support there, but then too, it displays to me at least that they don't really believe a lot of what their religion says and teaches because if they did, they'd be like, no, 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 we appreciate you guys' help. But, you know, the whole thing about Jesus coming back and, and, you know, getting rid of all of us and 
wiping the slate clean and the rapture and all that. We're not done with that. That's, that's not going to happen because you know, Jesus wasn't really the Messiah, right? Well, that's why to the, uh, people in Israel, they're like, yeah, Americans are stupid. Jesus ain't coming back. (laughs) Like we just want the fucking land. If they, if they help us because they think their fucking God's going to come back, fucking we'll take it. Yeah. Yeah. It's the ends justify the means, I guess. Yeah. Mm. Not good. <sighs> yeah. Uh, and then on, on, on the, on the insulin thing. Uh-huh. So, uh, July, 2020 Trump issued an executive order that was intended to lower the price of insulin for some Americans, some Americans, some Americans. What's false about that? This is coming from Snopes is that rather than targeting all diabetic patients nationwide, the directive was written to help low-income di- uh, diabetes patients of certain community clinics who are uninsured or underinsured to buy insulin at reduced prices. Also, no verifiable evidence suggests that the lower costs would amount to pennies a day for anyone, which is what he said it would cost. And what's undetermined about this whole thing uh, is exactly how much money some diabetic patients could save on insulin daily as a result of the directive, because it is unknown. Uh, the order did not outline specifics, include when or how it would be implemented. So that's complete bullshit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just another one of those things that they just spout off, and a lot of people believe them about that. I knew yeah. that that was bullshit because uh, a friend of mine, uh, on Facebook sent me, sent me information that somebody they know had made this post about, Oh, you know, thank you, Mr. Wonderful president for reducing the cost of insulin for everybody, because this is a great thing. And my Facebook friend replied to them and said, Oh, well, who does this affect? Can you give me more information about that? How is it going to actually reduce prices? And of course the person who made the original post went radio silent. Like there's no reply because there's nothing backing up their assertions that they just posted out there. So that's why I think I seen another article that said, uh, right now in 2020, the price of insulin in the United States is five times higher than any other nation. Five times higher than any nation. Yeah. Jesus. Not good. That's a lot higher. Yeah, it's a, a lot, a little, it's, it's a lot higher. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we, we have some other bit of audio here too. Let me see oh, yeah. if I can get this up. So this is about Lindsey Graham and actually it's about time that we take another little break. So we'll do that. And on the other side of the break, we'll come back with the end of the show. We're going to talk about Lindsey Graham and some other fun stuff. Hi, I'm Lucian Greaves, spokesperson and co-founder of the Satanic Temple. Check out my website, grayfaction.org, if you want to be disgusted and alarmed. You're listening to Godless Revolution. Now I need to leave you where you'll be safe, under the watchful eyes of God. And I'll be watching you too, in case God's busy making tornadoes or not existing. If you have questions, comments, concerns, compliments, corrections, criticisms, or concepts for content, contact the show via email at godlessrevolution at gmail.com, by text or voicemail at 330-81-REBEL, or Twitter the twatter at TGR Podcast. Thank you! Okay, real quick before I forget, because I keep forgetting, I wanted... Again, don't forget. Don't forget about this part. I wanted to talk about it in the previous two bits of the thing, and I kept forgetting. Uh, So last Sunday... We sat down and and had a little collaboration show with the with the fine with the three fine gentlemen of the two skeptical chaps podcast, <laughs> <laughs> and it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, we 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 got on the Skype and had video going, so we were able to see each other while we were chatting and everything. And uh, when we had set it up, I had been contacting or I'd been you know chatting back and forth with uh, Dan on that show, the other Dan, Dr. Dan, you're just talking with yourself and, and said, Oh yeah, that'd be great. And in my mind it was, Oh sure. We'll, we'll do a show together. And then, uh, it will be us doing the show and releasing it. And then when we all got together and I was trying to figure out 
getting everything set up so that you guys could hear me and I'll only record my audio and whatever, getting all the background stuff done, I realized, oh, then this is going to be an episode of the Two Skeptical Chaps. And then I thought, okay, well, that's good. Fine. Sure. Awesome. Uh, maybe we can just both release it onto our streams. And so I mentioned while we were recording, uh, so is this you know, can, can we, you want us to put this out on our feed also? And there was a little hem, hemming and hawing. And then it was like, yeah, sure. That's fine. No, no, no problem. No big deal. And so then I, you know, uploaded my audio was waiting for them to, to release the episode and it hasn't happened yet, which is why we didn't have a show out last week. So my apologies there. Uh, I was planning to release the stuff from the two SC, uh, appearance just I, I didn't communicate with them very well. Totally my failing, but the show hasn't been released yet. And once that does get released, I'll put it out on our feed, but not on our main feed. It will only go out to our Patreon patrons and will be a bonus. So there we won't charge for it. And it will only go out to our Patreon patrons. Everybody else who would like to hear it uh, when it is released, I'll post a link that you all can go out and on their feed, you can download it and listen to it. Our Patreon patrons will have it just delivered to them through the Patreon feed as a bonus episode. Hopefully that makes sense to everybody. Is that, was that, was I clear in the description there? I get it. Our Patreons get a free bonus episode. (laughs) Awesome. Great bottom lining it. Good job, Ryan. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, one of the things that we talked and if about, if you're not a Patreon, we'll direct you to the two skeptical chaps where you can hear our discussion over there. Yes, absolutely. It's a fun show. I really like all those guys a lot. They're, they're, yeah. they're fun. Yeah, they're fun, fun group of people. It's a fun show. Um, but one of the things that we talked about during that episode while recording with them, uh, was a little interesting because it was that, you know, it was the same weekend that Donald Trump checked himself into Walter Reed hospital and was being treated for COVID-19. Since then, we've learned that more than two dozen other people who had attended events in and around the White House and around the president have all become infected with the coronavirus and diagnosed with COVID-19 following all of these things, the Amy Coney Barrett nomination and the Rose Garden little ceremony and then internal talks inside the white house where apparently nobody was wearing masks. I mean, Mike Lee got it. Chris Christie got it. Donald Trump got it. Melania got it. Tons and tons of people who, as far as I know, are all recovering. I think Chris Christie checked out of the hospital yesterday or the day before, but he had spent some time. Yeah. Like it was a super spreader event because the president and his administration did not take adequate precautions to keep everybody safe. One of the things that we talked about with the two skeptical chaps was, you know, the, the debate of course, and all of this happening with the president. And during recording, uh, I mentioned that just the night before Tracy and I had been talking about it and that I had mentioned that basically because Donald Trump was diagnosed with, COVID-19 he's shot himself in the foot and his presidency has collapsed under the weight of his own recklessness and disregard for the people around him that finally came around and bit him in his own ass. His presidency has collapsed under the weight of his own ineptitude because he did not want the remaining days of the campaign to be surrounded by talk of, of coronavirus and, and COVID-19. But now that he was diagnosed with it and spent the weekend in the hospital and took all of these therapeutic remedies and, you know, experimental things that I believe with the Regeneron stuff, he's the 11th person in the world apparently to have received this therapeutic. We don't know what the long-term effects are. Uh, he's, I mean, he was put on steroids and there are conflicting stories coming out of the administration about how bad things were for him. Um, during that interview this morning with Eric Trump that I watched, uh, he was asked that question because I I think it might've even been Eric Trump that said something about his father had come close to death that, you know, that, that Friday that he went in, they were really, really concerned. And that's why he went to the hospital. Regardless, though, 
Donald Trump has ended up fucking himself. Latest, the latest polls show Joe Biden up more than 12% nationally. I've seen a couple polls as high as 14%, a little over 14% nationally. That doesn't mean that you don't need to vote. You still need to go out and vote because the only way that that actually translates to a win is if the people who have said that they would vote that way actually go out and do it. So you need to get out and vote. You can't rely on other people to do it. That's what we did in 2016 to disastrous effect. You need to go out and vote. And we also need to be sure that we get as many votes in, in Joe Biden's column because it will make it that much more difficult for the Trump administration and his cronies and William Barr in the Department of Justice to fuck with our elections. The more people that vote, the harder it is to conceal those votes or to disenfranchise those voters. Yeah. So everybody needs to get out and vote. Um, During that recording, I said that there are one of two possible outcomes. At the time, Donald Trump was still in the hospital. Uh, There was talk about him leaving the hospital that day. And I said, you know, this could be either really good or really bad for Donald Trump. It could be good for him if he gets out of the hospital, holds a press conference and makes an announcement of, you know, I understand now how awful this disease is. I'm, I'm, you know, terribly sorry that we didn't take it more seriously before. These are the things that I'm going to change going forward. This is how we're going to get out of this together. This is going to be a wonderful thing. We're going to get this under control. I want to try to protect everybody. Uh, Basically, I've seen the light and realized how reckless and stupid I've been. And there are going to be some changes. I would have liked to have seen that. Yeah. and But even then, (laughs) it wouldn't have mattered, right? Because then the talking point. fucked up. Yeah, then the talking point from the left would be Donald Trump was so fucking self-involved that he didn't realize he had no empathy, could not fathom how bad this was for anybody else because the only person he cared about was himself. And it wasn't until he himself was infected that he realized this isn't something that he can lie about anymore, that he needs to take this seriously, that he needs to wise up. So that avenue – was close to him. The only other thing he could do would, would be to double down in which case the talking point from the left is going to be that he's exposed himself as the monster. We've all been telling you that he is this entire time. If he comes out and says, Oh no, it was fine. No big deal. I recovered. And I'm one of the people who's most at risk and I'm just fine. Now I want everybody to, to not be afraid of this. And that's exactly what he fucking did. Yep. That's exactly Mm. what he did. He got out of the hospital Climbed up the stairs, huffing and puffing, tried to play it off, ripped off his mask, and then since then has been telling everybody that he wants to give everybody this Regeneron for free. You don't need to fear COVID. You don't need to worry about it. It's no big deal. That's exactly what he did, and it's going to end up with that many more people dying because of his lies and ineptitude. What's what's funny about the Regeneron, this is is a two-parter funny thing. I kept seeing a conservative meme going around saying, oh, will liberals take a vaccine made from the blood cells of Trump now that he's recovered from COVID? (laughs) But at the same time, the Regeneron stem cell medication he's taking comes from an aborted fetus. Uh Uh-huh. So will the Christians take Regeneron? (laughs) <laughs> How does that fit in with your anti-abortion worldview? Yeah. You were just saved by an abortion. Trump. Well, I just really wish the abortion hadn't happened in the first place, but now that it has, it would be silly to just waste the information that we've gained from it, the, the information that we've learned, the things that can benefit us now. Oh, so you're, you're, you're pro uh, stem cell research than Trump, are you? No. No, I think oh. that they should use a different set of cells. It just happened to be that they used these ones, but they could have done this with other cells. That'll be their that'll be what they say, right? Anything to <laughs> try to like, anything to try to balance that dissonance that they have. But but they can't. Like a lot of this medical advances that we've had to save lives have come from stem cells mm-hmm. of aborted fetuses or mm-hmm. a aborted fetus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Motherfuckers. But they'll still ram through Amy Coney Barrett's 
nomination to the Supreme Court so that she can get in there and hopefully hand Donald Trump a win in the election. And I noticed I noticed they slowed down on that, though, and get rid of uh, women's right to choose what she does with her own body. Yeah, I I think they've slowed the vote because the Republicans once again shot themselves in the foot by passing a law in Congress saying that you must be there in person to vote. Yeah, yeah, that was the other thing that we kind of talked about during recording, too, was, you know, not only has the president fucked himself because now COVID is going to be the thing that everybody talks about that he didn't want everybody to be talking about and focused on, but he's also fucked himself on this vote for Amy Coney Barrett because some of the Republican senators that need to vote on her nomination also contracted COVID and can't go out in public to make this vote. Yeah. So they're not voting right now until they all get better so they can come in and vote for her. Yeah. Because right now, if they voted today, Republicans won't have the votes because too many of them can't make it. Yeah. Which. And they passed a rule that made that possible. Yeah. Yeah. That you have to vote in person. You can't vote by proxy or remotely. You have to be yep. there in, in person in the Senate in order to cast your vote, which, yeah. which again, it's just, they're collapsing under the weight of their own corruption and ineptitude. Just fucking dumb. Like when, when all of this first started rolling out, right. When, when COVID was early, the coronavirus was first a big thing here in, in the U S it was like, they're doing everything wrong. They're do- the way they're handling this is so fucking bad, and it's going to look bad. It's going to make them lose elections all over the place because they're handling it so bad. We're in a time of national crisis, and they did not rise to meet the occasion. Yeah. Instead, they Sometimes figured they, they tried could, to block. Yeah. Instead, they, could, they figured they could just continue lying to the American public about the dangers of it, that it didn't matter for the Republican party because the places where it was hitting hardest at the time were all blue States States with higher pop, higher and denser populations where the virus spreads more easily. And so they did nothing about it because they figured fuck those people in the blue States, fuck those Democrats, fuck those people who doesn't, who didn't vote for the president. We're not going to represent them. And, And then with the whole travel ban, when he's like, well, all the Democrats say my travel ban was racist against China. Like, well, it's not that it was racist. Well, it was kind of racist when you only banned China during a world epidemic. And it was already here. The virus was already here in the United States. But I would have been, I was on board for travel restrictions from every country. Yeah. Not just China, Europe, everywhere. Shut it the fuck down. Yeah. Until we can get this sorted out and establish some good contact tracing, good ideas on what we can do to limit the spread of the disease. We need to lock everything down and just, you know, everybody take a moment, take a beat, take a breath. Yeah. Because that virus is already in Europe. So it's like banning travel to and from China did nothing. If people that have it from Europe are traveling here or any other fucking country, that's not China. Yeah. So it was like, it's too little, too late. Yeah, it, uh, it it made no fucking difference. It did. The virus uh, had left China. Nothing. It did nothing to help stop the spread. I mean, I guess you could say that perhaps it it slowed it down a little bit. It bought us some time. But then what happened is that the time that we bought with that, they did nothing with because they looked and saw that it was affecting New York, Washington State, yeah, California, blue states that they don't give a fuck about. And they were like, oh, well, it's just, you know, mainly affecting people that we don't like. So and, fuck them. And high population densities that normally vote Democrat. Uh-huh. Well, now look where it's affecting. Yeah. And I'm sure it's that now affecting all the red states. Yeah. I'm sure that the calculation at the time was, oh, well, this isn't really hurting our base of support. This isn't hurting our people. It's only hurting Democrats. It's just going to reduce the number of people in their camp that can actually vote this year. So fuck them. We don't need to do anything about it. Yeah, That's a weird form of voter suppression, but not as bad as what's going on in <laughs> fucking Texas right now. I know we're going off on fucking tangents here. No, that was good. Uh, that was a good segue. Just Texas passed. So they made it so that uh, each 
voting or each county can only have one drop-off location. Someone said, well, that's fucked up. We should be allowed to have more than one drop-off location. Let's take it to the court. Mm -hmm. The court said, eh, one is fine. I thought I read a headline earlier today that that was, that was changed that a judge came out and issued something saying that you, no, you, you can't do that. That's not a thing you can do. I thought, I thought the ruling was in agree that the stay was done, that they're okay. Like you can keep doing one. Let me see here. I thought I saw a headline earlier today that said that that has been changed. There was a ruling that said, Texas, you need to pull your heads out of your asses and get more ballot boxes out there. I, I hope it changed. I hope what I read was either outdated or wrong. Let's see. Texas ballot ruling. That's but yeah, I mean, if you have a county that has 100 people and you have one drop-off location, okay. But if you've got a county with 3 million people in one drop-off location, not cool. Let's see. Judge blocks Texas governor's order closing remote ballot drop sites. The judge did not buy the state's claims that allowing multiple locations presented any threat to the integrity of the November election, which I saw, I saw a couple other headlines about this uh, before the ruling came out that said that in some of the counties, like in some of the, in, in some of the counties in Texas, they have one drop box for ballots with a population that exceeds the total population of some other states. Oh yeah. And that they wanted one ballot box in that, in those counties. I'm like, even for me here in Ogden, I've got, I think I've got four places I can drop it off. I can, I know it's a police station, the County building. Uh, I think it's any city building. I can actually drop it off at like the waterworks building where they have drop off boxes and population of Ogden isn't, anywhere near some of those big cities in Texas. Let's see. So this says the judge said Abbott was the one disrupting the status quo and his actions were most likely the cause of confusion. The state's proffered reason of ballot security is a pretext. The court finds that the October one order does not promote ballot security. Uh, Governor Abbott's unilateral decision to reverse his July 27 order after officials already began sending out absentee ballots and just days before the start of early voting in Texas has caused voter confusion, the judge added, it is apparent that closing ballot return centers at the last minute would cause confusion, especially when those centers were deemed safe, authorized, and in fact advertised as a convenient option just months ago. And then that within hours of Pittman's ruling, Texas Secretary of Health Ruth Hughes appealed to the New Orleans-based Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals. That appeal quickly bore fruit Saturday afternoon as a panel of three Trump-appointed Fifth Circuit judges temporarily halted Pittman's order while the court considers whether to grant a stay that could nullify his directive through next month's election. So, so yeah, apparently he lost the ruling, and then they appealed, and the Trump-appointed judges all said, no, we're, we'll, we're, we're going to make that other judge's order null for right now while we're still looking into this. So, basically upholding what he was doing in the first place. So yeah, still limited to one ballot box per County. And they can just sit on that until the election's over with. So it doesn't look like they're doing anything bad. <sighs> this is the kind of fuckery that we're talking about here. People, it's not just, does this candidate align 100% with what I want to have happen? That's ridiculous. You're, no candidate will ever meet all of your expectations. We'll never agree with you 100% on anything. You need to not be that kind of voter that says, well, this person doesn't represent everything that I want them to do, or I disagree with them on this, so I'm going to vote third party for somebody who still you don't agree with all of their positions, or I'm not going to vote because this person doesn't represent everything I want them to do. Okay, but there's still a better option than the alternative. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. American populace has really disappointed me over the last four years. I thought we were so much better than this. And I've been wrong. I didn't. I've been wrong. Hugely wrong. <laughs> I have fully believed that we're fucking stupid in this country. And uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll believe the lie that uh, Walt Disney's sold us that uh, lemmings commit suicide. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we'll we'll be the the lemmings that everybody believes is a thing, and just believe that and just walk ourselves off a cliff. But that's not how they yep. actually. That's not the thing that really happens. That's not a thing. 
what what actually happened was Walt Disney was a sadistic fuck and had them throw them off the fucking cliff. <laughs> and I laugh at that. It's fucking sicko. Yeah. yeah. Oh boy. Oh yeah. boy. Oh boy. Yeah. Let'll uh, wrap things up for us today. We we hope you're all doing good. Yeah. Hope everybody's doing well. And I'm going to take, you know, I'm going to take the rest of the day off. Like when what? I finished, when I finished the stairs yesterday, I told Tracy, oh yeah, you no, you know, I've, I've got all of this done now. Now tomorrow uh, I can start, you know, working on getting the garage completed and put away all my tools and shit that I've dragged out of the garage and into the house and had on tables all, all over the place. Uh, so that I could complete the stairs, all my tools and supplies and everything. So I've still got to clean up all of that. And I said, so I can do all of that tomorrow. And she said, or, you know, you could just take a day off because you haven't for a really long time. Like maybe just have a day where you don't do anything or you just do whatever you want instead of feeling like you have to do all of these other things that are lined up. And I was like, oh, a day off. I can do that. Well, what if what I want to do is organize tools? <laughs> That's what I've been dreaming of doing for a really long time. And now I have finally have the opportunity. Are you saying that I shouldn't do that? No. So, I mean, that's what I do. I dream in my head of like, I want to go cut some wood and make some magnificent shapes with them. Uh huh. Oh, I would love to do that too. Uh, but in order to do that, I would first need to clean the garage now that I have, packed all of my shit that was outside because I had to bring it all in because the rain was coming. Now it's all just a disorganized mess in the garage that I've go out that I've got to go out and clean sometime, but that's not going to be today. I'll do that <laughs> tomorrow <laughs> because we've got, well, a holiday I'm going to go back in my garage after this. I got another drawer to make super. Yeah. I, I really enjoy all of the pictures that you've been posting of the projects you've been doing. You do fantastic work, man. Yeah. I've been, been having fun with it I, I need to find a way to market myself better yeah i'm not i'm not good at that stuff <laughs> well uh if you figure out a way to do that we can start posting links in our show stuff for that i mean i'm i made my instagram into a business page uh-huh uh whiskey tab woodworking oh nice and uh yeah i'm sticking with the name whiskey tab whiskey tab because from the from the beginning, I've always said, like, I do woodworking to pay for my whiskey. Got to pay my whiskey tab. Oh, see, and I was... Th- it, was, I was always my, it was always my joke being like, fine, doing all this woodworking affords me better whiskey. I thought I thought for a moment there that perhaps you were talking about mixing whiskey with an awful, disgusting, terrible, fucking foul soda. Like what? Tab. Have you ever had tab? Oh, no. I, I have <laughs> had it. Cause I, was like, I was like, I've been doing, like, Wisconsin old fashions and using seven up as my like <laughs> soda in it. It's delicious. Yeah. See, when you first announced, when you first said the name, I thought you were talking about mixing whiskey with tab. And I was like, that's a terrible, oh, terrible no. idea. And no, I tab as in like, I've lost a tab. lot of respect for you, <laughs> that, you <laughs> that you would think tab is a delicious soda that should be mixed with whiskey. Like fuck <laughs> that. <laughs> no. Oh. Maybe I need to put the story of why I call it whiskey tab onto the page on, on my Instagram. <laughs> well, younger people probably don't even know what tab is, so you're you're probably fine. I'm, yeah, I should be good. <laughs> yeah, but tab's disgusting. Oh, well, thank you so much for joining hey, me, Ryan. It's yeah. always a pleasure to talk to you, man. Oh, it's always good to talk to you too. It's it's gets 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 my brain angry sometimes and thinking about shit. <laughs> it brings up everything I watch in the news all week long. Uh-huh. Well, before we go, I want to make sure that we thank our Patreon supporters because they help keep the show should... going. They support yeah, us they in, do. in they our keep efforts. us motivated. Yeah. Yeah. And, and help us pay the bills for the stuff to run the show. Uh, I that... just made noises because I grabbed my mic headphone <laughs> cable. Sorry. You're fine. Uh, our Patreon supporters, that would be Alan Firth. Christy Kalbach. Gay Theist. Stephen Andrews. Two Skeptical Chaps. Vanessa. Don't be a Richard. Ali Olson. John McCullough. Tiffany Hudson. Sinead Duffy. Utah Outcast. Wesley Aaron. Andrew Vodapich. Jeremy Goodson. Let Them Eat Kofefi. Jeff Peterson. Corey Ebert. Megan Mitchell. Freethinker215. Tim Jacobson. Janet Uter. Savita Kuna. 
Taylor Grin. Purple Dragon. Nico Gonzalez. Chad Pryor. And Disco Stew wants you to please support the ACLU and Planned Parenthood. That's a great idea, Disco Stew. It is. I like that idea. Disco <laughs> Stew knows what is groovy? What is groovy? Maybe. Well, ACLU and Planned Parenthood. <laughs> and so until next week, crucify dick noses. You, you know what that And is? leave us a review. Oh, were you still going? Well, I, I was just wondering if you know what a dick nose is. Well, I was guessing it's someone with a penis-shaped nose, a little, like, creep in the middle. I don't know. <laughs> well, it could be that, too. Uh, my stepdad has taken to calling people who wear their masks incorrectly with it just ah. covering their mouth. He calls them dick noses because it's like their their dick is sticking out of their pants. Like, okay. the, whole, the whole deal is that you need to cover all of your breathing orifices. Most of your breathing holes. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I've heard chin diaper. So yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, he calls them dick noses, uh, and I was like, that's 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 good because they're dicks, uh, and you can see their nose. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I I'm gonna go with that one then. <laughs> good, good. And, and you know what else people should do, Dan? Um, they should bones. leave us a fucking review. Yes. And then after they leave us a review, go fucking vote just once though. Don't listen to motherfucking Donald Trump. You can't vote twice. <laughs> we don't want you ending up in jail because you've chosen to follow something that the president said you should do. Don't do that. Don't follow. If, if he says to do it, don't do it. You're going to be better off. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, that, that advice could be used for almost anything Donald Trump says. You should do the opposite don't wear a of mask. what he says. Yeah. Wear a mask. <laughs> don't be afraid of COVID. Go to church. Be afraid of COVID. Don't go to yeah. <laughs> all of that. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We'll chat at yeah. you all next week. Have fun. Oh. What'd you do? Uh, I leaned over and my headphones bumped the microphone. <laughs> and so until next week, crucify dick noses. Let me let me do that again. <laughs> <laughs> 